This is Examine Sport, a podcast of the Sports Ethicist. I am your host, Sean Klein. Each episode of Examine Sport focuses on an argument or concept in the philosophy of sport literature. We will look at classic, discipline-defining articles, exciting, newly published works, and dig deep for important but not as well-known papers. You can subscribe, comment, and find an archive of all the shows, along with links and related information, at sportsethicist.com. In this episode, we continue our look at some of the influential papers on sportsmanship in the philosophy of sport literature by turning to Peter Arnold's Three Approaches Towards an Understanding of Sportsmanship, published in the Journal of the Philosophy of Sport in 1984. Arnold's article presents, as the title suggests, three views about the actions and conduct of sportsmen and sportswomen who engage in sport. In actuality, we'll see Arnold really discusses four views of sportsmanship. Now, the three approaches referenced in the title are sportsmanship as a form of social union, sportsmanship as a means in the promotion of pleasure, and sportsmanship as a form of altruism. Now, the fourth view uh, is what he calls sport as justice. Now, he doesn't include this view as part of the title's three approaches because he doesn't think it provides a view of sportsmanship, per se. So first, let's take a look at this view and why Arnold puts it aside and then step through the three approaches. So sport as justice is the view, quote, when a player enters into the institutionalized social practice of a sport, he tacitly agrees to abide by the rules which characterize and govern it. It implies that sport involves a proper understanding of and a commitment to the two principles upon which it is based, freedom and equality, end quote. So on this view, sport demands of its participants a commitment to play by the rules in fair and impartial ways. The rules and one's attitude toward the rules are essential to the activity's existence. The rule following can't be merely cynical or conditional, It shouldn't be done begrudgingly or tepidly. It is an open and willing acceptance and following of the rules. Nevertheless, Arnold claims sportsmanship is something more than this. The rule following, based on justice and fairness, is important. It is, quote, a reasonable expectation of all players. But it's not enough to capture all that is meant by the idea of sportsmanship. It's not a view about sportsmanship, except insofar as to provide a necessary condition for sportsmanship. But to get all the way to sportsmanship, we have to look beyond the rules. And this takes us to his three approaches. Now, the first is this idea of sportsmanship as a form of social union. So the idea of sport as a social union is rooted in seeing and treating sport as a kind of community, as a kind of way of life. It incorporates the sport as justice ideal, but is also concerned with traditions, norms, and values of the community engaged in the activity of sport. As Arnold says, quote, it is also concerned with the preservation and continuation of its best traditions, customs, and conventions, so that the community which makes up the social union can not only cooperatively participate in sport, but successfully relate to one another as persons through an understood, shared, and appreciated mode of proceeding, end quote. 
So this view of sportsman requ sportsmanship requires, quote, a genuine commitment to the value of fellowship and goodwill, which are held to be more important than the desire to win or the achievement of victory. So what emerges from this view is an ideal of sport as a way of life operating as a kind of self-contained social system with norms and values to which the social group commits itself to. The union itself becomes the chief purpose, subsuming the desires for victory or the other motivations we typically have for sport. Arnold tells us that the purpose of this view is to, quote, preserve and uphold the fraternal relationships, end quote, of sport. By participating in sport, we develop the meaningful relationships that form the social union of sport and that come to demand our allegiance. Moreover, this purpose is, quote, intrinsically involved with the nature of sport itself, end quote, and so can't be separated off from conceptualizing about sport. So, on this view, sportsmanship can be seen as an evaluative term <clears throat> as an evaluative term which is attributed to those who not only uphold and play according to the rules, but keep faith with their spirit by acts and forms of conduct which are not required by the rules, but which are freely made in accordance with the best traditions of competitive but friendly rivalry. Now, the next view is sportsmanship as a means in the promotion of pleasure. Here, Arnold takes up a critique of James Keating's account of sportsmanship. Now, some of this covers uh, similar ground to Fizel's criticisms covered in the previous episodes. Keating's view is too sharply either-or. Uh, it doesn't properly deal with the role of play, which leads Keating to misunderstand the attitudes of the participant. And Arnold also discusses how Keating's distinction fails to account for the importance and comp of competition throughout the continuum of using Keating's terms, sport and athletics. Now, looking specifically at Keating's view that genuine sportsmanship ought to be guided by the maxim that players ought to act in ways to maximize the pleasure of all participants, Arnold suggests some concerns. First, Arnold's concern that this makes sportsmanship a mere means, an instrument to pleasure, thereby draining away the moral value of sportsmanship. Second, he sees Keating's account as facing a dilemma. Either the conception of sportsmanship is self-contained within the sport, which in which case it seems to fail to be moral, or it's an extension beyond sport. And if it goes beyond, Arnold thinks Keating is going to run aground trying to account for how a guide for playing can be a guide for more serious aspects of life. Lastly, Arnold raises what I think is his most important critique of Keating. Quote, it's not clear why conduct that is conducive to fun is necessarily more pleasurable and therefore more moral than conduct that is conducive to, quote, honorable victory, end quote. Now, Arnold thinks that the best examples of the magnanimity and generosity of sportsmanship are the ones from the domains that Keating would regard as athletics, where the pursuit of honorable victory is paramount. In other words, honorable victory can call forth sportsmanship as much as the desire for shared fun. So sportsmanship as a means of promoting pleasure is incomplete, but it is important because it emphasizes the importance of the play spirit of sport and the desirable attributes of magnanimity and generosity, end quote. Now, while Arnold doesn't present these three approaches as distinct views or views in competition for the view of sportsmanship, 
he does seem to favor this last view of sportsmanship as the ideal. Right, so this view of sportsmanship as a form of altruism, Arnold seems to see it as a kind of uh, ideal form of sportsmanship. So as the name suggests, the key idea here is that sportsmanship embodies a concern for the good of the other. There is, quote, a genuine concern for an interest in and concern for one's fellow competitors, whether on the same side or in opposition, end quote. It's not a matter of obligation or duty. It's about being properly motivated by certain kinds of emotions, emotions such as sympathy or compassion or friendship. It's about being motivated to act out of concern or care for the other. Quote, what characterizes altruistic forms of sportsmanship particularly is that sympathy, compassion, and concern are directed towards the other in virtue of his or her suffering, travail, misery, or pain. The altruistic sportsman not only thinks about and is affected by the plight of the other, but acts in such a way that is directed to bring help or comfort in some way, end quote. This moves sportsmanship well beyond the sport as justice view. In that view, the fair and impartial application of the rule guides one's proper conduct. There is a kind of objective universal stance in the sport as justice view. All abide by the rules and the rules apply to all. The altruistic view breaks with this. The altruistic sportsman acts in a particular and personal way, responding to the needs of this particular other. In this way, it also differs from the social union and pleasure views. In the social union view, there is a shared value across the practice that generates the evaluative claims of sportsmanship. In this way, it has a kind of impartiality to it. With the promotion of pleasure, there is a kind of universal obligation to act in a way that promotes everyone's pleasures. But in the altruistic view, one is motivated by, quote, a particular and general concern for another's welfare, end quote. And when this is the only motivation, Arnold says, it will, quote, exemplify the best traditions of sportsmanship. Now, a few parting thoughts here on uh, Arnold's uh, uh, article. And the first is, are there other significant approaches that Arnold misses? He acknowledges that his account is not meant to be an exhaustive account. So what are some of those missing approaches? That's something worth thinking about. Now, the altruistic view seems overly focused on responding to the plight of the other, right? to the travail, to the misery, to the pain of the other. And so is the altruistic view essentially a response to the negative, or is there a way to interpret it as being able to respond to the positive as well? And it's not clear that there is, and if so, this might undermine the idea that it represents the best traditions of sportsmanship. Thank you for listening to Examine Sport. You can subscribe, comment, and find an archive of all the shows, along with links and related information at sportsethicist.com. Please also consider rating the show on iTunes, liking it on YouTube, and sharing on Facebook, Twitter, and elsewhere. You can email the show, sportsethicist, at gmail.com.